It's a brand new year. Happy new year to all of you out there from all of us here at Donovan Bailey Running Things. Jason Portwondo alongside the Natalie Attired. Did I miss the memo? You look pretty good. It's all right, man. I try to, It's a new year. You try to, you know, you try to put on some decent threads, you know, shower. I didn't shave, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy. Great to see you. Uh, right back it, at you. Definitely a new year and, um, you know, definitely happy to jump into things and see what's happening out there in the, in the world of um, the big world. It's a new year, but this is still the same old great show if you will uh we as always ask that you please download like share subscribe follow this podcast always enjoys a little bit of love regardless of where you're listening from around the world now are you a resolution type guy or are you just anything you set in terms of 2023 yeah you know what i always okay so i don't usually i i every year what i do is i have a one three and five year plan so i actually just okay i do that I actually do that throughout the year. Okay. Um, there, so there's no s- specific date. Uh, what I do, uh, what I will say is that, you know, I have a personal goal, for instance, that I want to achieve some things in one year and so on and so on. Uh, so, yeah, mine this year really is just to um, to kind of maintain what it is that we're doing here, um, you know, being my authentic self. Uh, I'm going to do, I think that my resolution for 2023 is I'm going to do a little bit more self-love. So I'm going to actually take care of myself more. I'm going to try and exercise more, probably get back out in the track or get back in the gym more and uh, maybe drink a little bit more water, which I, I tend not to do. Yeah, I hear you. I, I think I'm part camel because I'm the same way. I'm I mean, camel. I play sports and <laughs> my bottle is just as full as it was when I when I left the house as it is when I come back in from playing the game. It's just I, I'm with you there, but I have a 2, 4 and 6 year plan just nice. cuz I don't like odd numbers. So you have oh, the 1 it. 3 5, I'm going to go with the 2 4 6. Jeez, of yeah, course you are. Just yeah, just to keep just to keep it exactly. rolling so that way. Just you know, live that stuff. Live life, <laughs> live life. You're right though. I I'm the type of person always trying to Heal the world, right. save the world. Right, you, you're right. Let's let's be more selfish, right, in a good way for yeah. 2023. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually. Again, I don't consider self love as, as selfish. I just, I just think that no. there's there's so much that's going on in the world, right. Um, and 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 so I think it's really important that uh, you know we. You know, you kind of take care of uh, you know this great computer and the human body is 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 a phenomenal computer and uh and we all need to understand that 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 um that uh you know in in order for this to function mm-hmm. at the highest level uh you yourself have to focus on it um so yeah it's you know that's just kind of what i think i mean i used to be you know the, the, the you know as a professional athlete you get up and uh you're training you know six, eight hours a day and, and your, and your meal and your sleep and your therapy and, and physio and all of those things are based upon you being an athlete. And I'm right. saying to you that there are times that I, I think that, um, you know, we all get too busy, uh, doing corporate things and being busy, uh, doing other things that we forget that, that this, this, uh, this one computer that we have is, is, is so important, uh, for us to take care of. 100. We also shout out Toronto Mike, our producer, our main man, holding it down as per usual. And by the way, for my 246 plan, it's all about F. Family, 
comes after faith. Mm-hmm. We also throw in a little bit of fun. So I'm going to go faith, family, and fun. How about I throw in some food? Okay. I think you need some food, Jason. Food? Okay. Yes. Well, that's, that's so, part of it. So for four sure. Fs. Four Fs? Yes. Okay. Uh, and we begin with football. And th- that's another one, obviously. And um, sports, it's an escape from reality. You know, we watch sports to take us away from what's happening in what's quote-unquote the real life. But sometimes real life comes into sports. We saw that recently. Monday Night Football, DeMar Hamlin collapsing on the field, needing CPR, something we're just not used to seeing. I mean, yes, sure, it happens in sports, but sports is supposed to be kind of exempt from stuff like this. And on Monday night, it wasn't. You know what? Um, I'm, I'm happy that we're starting there. Yeah, it, it, is, uh, it, is, uh, it is incredible as, as an athlete um, that you get to be paid money uh, to do a kid's game. Uh, but as you said, Jason, it's, it, is, it, is, it is crazy uh, that um, the reality of a lot of these men and women that are playing professional sport um, you know, comes to a head when you see something like what happened yesterday. Um, I'm no doctor, uh, but uh, certainly, um, you know, having a cardiac arrest uh, in real time uh, with an audience of, you know, tens of millions of people watching is scary as hell. And, uh, and, and man, uh, it was, uh, you know, I got nervous, uh, you know, watching this. Of course, like you, we're huge fans of, of the NFL and I am a huge fan of the NFL. I'm, you know, I got, I got drafted into the NFL. I never played a game of football in my life. Uh, but to watch, um, you know, to, to watch what happened yesterday, um, I thought was incredible. Uh, I, I think that, you know, as a force or as a, as a, a as a big business force, the, the entire NFL, I think it was phenomenal that they had um, experts, expert medical people on staff um, to get to this young man, not knowing what it was, uh, to get to him, uh, to get his heart rate uh, restarted, um, you know, like as soon as they can, because apparently, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, when you're, when you, when oxygen doesn't get to your brain or anywhere else in your body, uh, clearly, um, you know, your chance of survival is, 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 um, it's pretty dismal. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy with how it folded out, how it unfolded. Um, and the, 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 the medical, the, the professionals, the medical people taking care of it. Uh, and the fact that the, that the kid is now, um, is in critical condition, but apparently, um, he's, he's on the way, uh, on the way back, uh, on the way back. Yeah. At the time of the taping of this show, yes, you know, that is the case. And obviously things, you know, will change as we go along. It's a very fluid situation. Football is such a violent sport. We get it. We know that. But if you watch the way the Buffalo Bills defensive back made that tackle, it didn't seem that bad. Which is what, that, that's what scares me. We've them. seen that right. type of hit yeah. a million times that's, in the NFL. Right. But... You know, this time it, it turned out to be awful. Well, that that's what's scary about this. Uh, and and again, um, you know, people who don't play sports or or the the, the audience at large, um, you know, when you're watching um, 
the game and it really just looks like a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really the reality of what it is that we're seeing. It didn't didn't look like it didn't look like anything in particular. It, frankly, it looked like an, an easy tackle, if I may say so. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm, right. I'm not. I'm but not. One, I'm not saying. an expert tackler. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying to you, it looked like a very routine, very routine. Uh, you know, and the fact that he bounced up. Uh, but I think that when he collapsed, that was scary, uh, right. and, and that was the, and that was something that that is. That is unforeseen, you know, and 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 it and and it's it's it it is it is absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. But you know what? One of the things, Jason, in in in, in remembering something, reading about it. I mean, I I know a guy. I know a guy. His name is Chris Pronger. A lot of you probably know him. Hockey, mm-hmm. hockey dude. Good guy. Good guy. I, yep. I mean, I've I've had the chance to to meet with him and and break bread a couple of times. He got a puck in his chest in 1998. And the exact same thing happened to him. I'm just mentioning this because Chris recovered from that and continued playing hockey. Right. So this being said, and, and again, I'm, I, as you know, I'm someone who's always an optimist. I'm looking forward, obviously, to this man um, going through his journey and, uh, you know, uh, getting better. And, you know, making the greatest decision for himself and for his family. We look at athletes, regardless of the sport, and, you know, we put them on pedestals. You know, we envy them. You know, we wear their jerseys. We try to emulate them. At the end of the day, sometimes I think we forget they're human, just like we are. Right. Right. And this is a, you know, very stark reminder that, at the end of the day, we all put on our pants one, one foot at a time. We all have the same blood flowing through our bodies. And when you saw that happen on the Monday night game, you know, we, we've heard other players saying, listen, I, I feel like times, like I'm a zoo animal. You know, like people right. are, are feeding me. I'm not there to perform for them. Right. We have to remember, too, at the end of the day, these are humans. And, and you know, Definitely the right decision was made because you saw the players and the effect it had on them. You can't go back out there and play after seeing something like this. You know what? That that was the, the best decision that was made was to was to was to cancel the game, suspend the game, cancel the game. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot be sports is a, sports is a thing where you're in your zone, you and you you think you're invincible. When there is something like that in a game that impacts the entire game and impacts all the players, then if that game had continued, there would have been more injuries. Right. Right? Uh, one of the things that was profound about yesterday, for me, I don't know if, the, if it's the players' union that uh, said the game was suspended. I do not know if it was the commissioner mm-hmm. that said it. But what I do know is this. For once, and maybe this is the, maybe this is the first time, this is why this is profound. For once, uh, you had two teams that are in, basically engaged in warfare under the guise of sports, right? Right. But for once, and for probably for the very first time, players from both teams got together and say, uh-uh. Right. Um, we are the commodities. We are the people that uh, the TV audience is looking for. Uh, we are... The, 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 the men that, um, that have families uh, and support systems at home. And we, uh, as a collective, need to make a decision now 
that one of our brothers is down and we are not going to play. That's actually, that, that's my take from it. I mean, I, so I think that it's, it is incredible that for the first time we actually see it uh, and and uh, we see two opposing teams. Uh, this is supposed to be a game uh, that was supposed to mean basically take all the marbles for the season. I mean, you know where you you know home 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 field advantage. Uh, you know uh, uh, place um, uh, standings. You know, so this is something that 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 I love the fact that the players understand that them being united is far more powerful than anything else or anyone else. Heavy. Um, many of us witnessed it live. And, and like you said, I mean, it was a huge stage, Monday Night Football, so much on the line. Game just started freshly underway. Cincinnati was up 7-3. The irony of this, there have been a lot of instances happening on this very football field. Avantes uh, Burfik with a big hit on Antonio Brown comes to mind. The Ryan Shazier incident also um, comes to mind, a former member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tua Tungvaloa also happened on that football field. Not saying that anything is going on at that field. I'm just kind of mentioning that right. these things have all happened there. And speaking of Tua, we're uncertain of his football future right now, taking off the roster with the Miami Dolphins. So as you look at, the situation now with Buffalo and Cincinnati, obviously they will make up this game at at some point, but, you know, as an athlete, how do you move forward after seeing something like this? I know you have to because that's life, but obviously it's not easy to do. Listen, I, I, you know what? Um, I think as an athlete, you, you get injured every day. Uh, and frankly, you know, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I, again, uh, you know, my sport, we don't get hit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, you know, what we do is essentially we, we tear muscles every day in practice because what we try and do is stretch those muscles out, uh, as, as much as possible in order for us to get faster or stronger. When you're playing football, dude, you're getting hit every day. Mm-hmm. So not only are you like, so you're doing what I'm doing, which is, you know, tearing muscles and, 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 uh, and stretching and, and, and lifting weights and all that, but you're also getting hit, right? And so it is a different animal. It is a completely different animal. But here's the thing. I know many, many, many football players. Um, and uh, these guys eat, sleep, and breathe. Uh, you know, you talk to them and you talk to most football players and they'll tell you that, the very first day when they're five or six or eight or 10 years old that they touch the pigskin, they're like, hey, man, this is what I want to do. Yep. So uh, so to your question, Jason, I, you know, amidst all what has happened and the NFL trying to make this game as safe as possible, it's never, ever going to be truly safe. But fortunately or unfortunately, there's going to be men or there's going to be people every day that are born, that are going to get up, and they're going to give their all to be in the position of uh, getting drafted in the National Football League or or playing football, you know, as 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 part of their career. Every game, these guys go out and go head to head between those white lines. They realize, you know, they're putting their lives on the line. So, as a fan. 
We appreciate you. I know some fans, you know, they put on their jersey and they try to cheer against the other team and yell at them, scream at them. That's part of it. I get it. Fantasy football oh, people. Sure. But at the end of the day, they're human just like we are. And from all of us here at the show, we have nothing but um, prayers, support, well wishes for DeMar Hamlin and his family. And, and hopefully this has a nice ending. For sure, for sure. And I think that, yeah, that's what I'm saying earlier about, about me being an optimist. I, mm-hmm. am, I am a constant optimist and, and, and I do always see the sunshine, uh, you know, beyond the trees, uh, you know. So, uh, again, I'm hoping um, definitely my prayers are with him and his family and his team and his support system. Uh, yeah, I, and yeah, and I hope that we can, we certainly, we will have a conversation and um, and we'll get to a point where this is really just a mere blip, and and that this kid, uh, you know, who, you know, apparently came from you know um, you know a background where where you know he was he was one of the winners. Let's just say that he was right. he, he, he came from a, he definitely had a a, a a a pretty rough journey getting to where he's gotten to today and being one of this being and being an incredible success. Uh, so yes, I'm hoping uh, and praying that uh, that he'll be fine and uh, you know you know again whatever he chooses to do after it's completely up to him but uh, I'm just saying to I I I had mentioned uh, Chris Bronger because Chris continued and um, continued to to be uh, you know a great um, asset and success. Uh, in hockey and and uh, it was um, you know it, it's but it's good it's good it's good that we're here Jason supporting this man because uh, it, it is uh, we have to point out um, I guess the liabilities and um, you know the I guess the dangers of, of playing a sport that you know a man uh, you know some someone could die right in front of us the game itself well, we'll talk more about that in a bit because uh, the last weekend of the NFL season is upon us. Uh, still a lot to be determined, and they still need to make up that game as well. So we'll talk more football in a bit. And never easy to transition from something like this, uh, but we are going to, and we're going to talk about the celebration of life, right. of a man who, man, not just on the football pitch, as a human being, Pele did so much for people around the world. We knew that uh, his health was not great, and uh, you know he passed recently. But again, celebration of life for one of the greatest ever to walk onto a football pitch. Listen, Pele is the goat, man. I don't know. I mean, here, here's the thing: uh, there are there'd be no Messi mm-hmm. if there wasn't a Pele. And I think that uh, a lot of times, uh, we're, I'm not going to get into a conversation of who, who was the greatest soccer player ever. I right. mean, I, I didn't see Pele play live either. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying to you, what I see, what I read, uh, what I've watched, um, this man did something uh, with the football, uh, you know, that no one before him had done, and very few people since. Uh, and and not only did he not only did he uplift, you know, as a as a as a, as a black man. In Brazil, I mean, we, we all got to understand that we know that, you know, uh, systematic racism and all that stuff exists in, in every culture. Well, as a black man from Brazil coming from, um, you know, coming from uh, humble beginnings, he took that country uh, to a place he's never been, uh, won the World Cup, was it three times? Three times. Three times. You got it. Uh, and, 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 
an an up like just an absurd magi- magician with with uh some of the moves that he made on the field. So, uh, you know, obviously, as you said, Jason, about the segue, um, we're talking about a kid who got hurt right in front of us. And now we're talking about Pele, who is probably, you know, one of the greatest athletes to ever walk the face of the earth. But not only that, uh, we're talking about a man who lived a full life. And yes, he was sick. We understand mm-hmm. also that, um, you know, we all have to check our own mortality at, at, at some point in life, regardless. But, uh, he lived a full life. He uh, did every single thing that he could on the football pitch, but he didn't leave it there. You know, like Muhammad Ali or Nelson Mandela or some of the other great people, um, you know, that, that are in that stratosphere. Pele uh, went out and um, did every everything, used his platform for good, feeding kids, uh, empowering uh, sports in his country, um, you know, protesting uh, for equality around the world. Uh, you know, so I mean, again, you have someone who's lived an incredible life and somebody that, uh, you know, my God, you know, if my legacy's half of what this man is, then I would have lived a good life also. 100%. 100%. And, you know, one of his famous quotes was, I was born to play football, just like Beethoven was born to write music. Amen. And Michelangelo was born to paint. Amen. You know, you just mentioned so many great things of Pele, the person, not just the footballer, the person giving a voice to the poor. Right. You know, giving a, a voice to black people. Right. You know, and just being a great human being right. lost at the age of 82. And you're right. I mean, he is a legend. I mean, even if you don't know, we call it soccer. Right. Even if you don't know soccer. Right. You know Pele. Right. He was the first global icon in that sport. Well, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's what I, that again, that's what I think that um, we forget. Uh, I think in North America, we talk about NFL early. We get lost in a few games that are played in two or three countries. Uh, hockey. Um, yes. You know. Uh, that's our pastime. Football. You know, like there's, there's a couple of, so we get lost uh, because North America, we feel, is the hub of the planet. So maybe 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 soccer or what the rest of the world knows as football, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, you know although the registration uh, in Canada is you know is is and America are hundreds of millions of kids, it's not it doesn't get the same love as as we all say the NFL or the NBA or or you know or or baseball gets or hockey gets, uh, but yeah Pele is an actual global star. I mean, when, when, I speak, when we speak about soccer or football, you're talking about every single country has a representative. No different than, than sprinters. It's one of the few sports. I mean, definitely, f- soccer um, is the true global uh, team sport. So to your point, Jason, uh, Pele is definitely one of those people that wherever he landed on the planet, uh, there was media, uh, there was uh, instant recognition, and um, you know, since he, especially since he retired, when he traveled the globe, it was for good, and and I love that. Millions, millions, you know, wanted to be a part 
of his celebration of life. Tens of millions, you know? Jason. I'm correcting you. Well, I, I said millions and millions. <laughs> you interrupted before I got to 10 of them, but you knew where I was going. Yeah, man. So but, you know, the first taste of soccer with this guy is so cool. He's barefoot. Mm-hmm. A bunch of rags and yeah. socks rolled up into a ball. Well, that's that's isn't that that's you know? the true meaning of sport, oh, isn't it? Oh, one hundred percent. That's the true meaning. It's especially when we tell the kids these days when you're like, "Hey, man, you actually don't need you know the brand new soccer shoes or exactly or, or the brand new ball." I mean, you you if you if you truly love the sport, you can get together with your friends and you can kick around a balloon. I mean, for real. Like so, so it's not you know, it's, and that's where your skills are learned uh, when you live and breathe it. I mean, obviously, you had a man. Uh, who had passion, you know, you know, there's a, there's, there's a lot of, always a lot of chatter about someone like Kobe Bryant, who was such an incredible basketball player because he has so much passion f- for the game that he slept with the basketball. Well, Pele was one of the original icons who actually um, embraced his sport that he lived it and breathed it every single day. Arguably the greatest of all time. Some will say no argument he is the greatest of all time, right. but just listen to this. Messi, Mbappe, Maradona, just a few guys that come to mind. Right. All wore what number? Well, well, there they, they were, again, you're, if, you're, if you're trying to embody or embrace the GOAT, man, you, you have to, like, I'm just saying to you, you're seeing the greatest players today, right? The greatest players that we see doing magic, doing amazing things, Right. They're only embracing the one guy who sent them all there, and they can only embrace the one. They can only embrace the one guy that 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 put him there. And and, and again, uh, Pele lived an incredible life. Uh, and um, you know what? Uh, I mean, again, it's this is this is certainly a celebration of life. This is something where where although selfishly we'll all be sad because he's not here to, you know, um, see him in an interview or to. Uh, you know, to be at an event or something, uh, he's set such an incredible legacy uh, that will be unmatched. Because you know what? There's only one first. Wow. We'll end it right there. We'll end it right there. And uh, celebrating the life of Pele, the man before the footballer, uh, lost at the age of 82. Uh, We'll quickly go back to the NFL now. And just because there's so much, as we talked about, that uh, is still yet to be determined in terms of the playoff picture. And we'll start in the AFC where, amazingly enough, the Pittsburgh Steelers still have a chance to get into the dance. They need a New England loss versus Buffalo, a Miami loss versus the Jets, and Pittsburgh themselves have to win. If this uh, all happens, the Steelers get in. The Steelers, at one point they had like four wins and like 89 losses, it felt like. And Mike Tomlin was in jeopardy of his first ever losing season in the NFL as a head coach. They find a way to win in Baltimore. What a great comeback that was on Sunday night. And now they still have a chance to get in. Well, I'm, I'm upset that... I know Ra- I didn't mention the Raiders. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, upset that, I'm upset that the Raiders lost in overtime last week because we... They played well. We would have been... Yes, we've been and playing And Sidham looked good, that young quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. And we would have been... We would have been in probably the same position that Pittsburgh is in, actually, playing into the playoffs, and we'd, we had an opportunity. But neither here nor there. We, uh, we will rebuild, and, we'll, <laughs> and we will see it, and we'll see you next year. But, um, yes, Jason, I mean, you know what? Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh look like, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna recover. Look like they're going to be okay. 
you know, so, you know, amidst all, obviously, what has taken place and, you know, recently, you know, past a uh, couple of days, um, you know, the, the Mars situation, certainly we're all going to be observing uh, how this all plays out because I don't know for the standings if they're going to, if they're going to, you know, by default because of when the game was suspended, uh, take the score of the game and then make that a final score. Or they're going to replay that entire game to kind of see how the landscape looks uh, for the playoffs. But I guess you and I will be watching as the rest of our audience out here will be. All the games at one o'clock in terms of that scenario I just gave you. Pittsburgh again needing to beat the Browns at home and then needing wins by the Bills and the Jets for them to advance. And, and again, with Buffalo, we're not sure what the situation is there in terms of um, whether or not they're going to actually play that game coming up this Sunday at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. NFC. At one point, you and I talked on this very podcast, and we said there's a distinct possibility right. that neither Tom Brady nor Aaron Rodgers will be in the playoffs. Well, looky, looky. <laughs> Tom Brady, he's already in. Right. They won last week versus Carolina, clinching the NFC South. Believe it or not, Green Bay with a win on Sunday night at home versus Detroit is in right. to the playoffs. Right. And it was just a few weeks ago we said, you know what, just sit Aaron Rodgers, play Jordan Luck, see what they got for the future. The Packers, unbelievably enough, can get in with a win. Did, did we say that or did you? I said that. Okay. I'm I just, said that. I just yes. wanted to clarify. Okay. I was just trying I to just, bring you down with me because, you I know, just, misery loves clarify. company. That's I, just, all right. I just want to clarify. New York so, is my dude, bad. Thank you. Of yeah. course, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? These, these two men are winners, right? Regardless. Uh, these two men are winners. They were born winners and they've been, they've been winning their entire career. And, and, and so um, Tom is certainly trying. It, Tom is going to do his darndest to, to, to salvage this season. Uh, which might be his last. And, um, you know, and Aaron, hey, man, I, I think that, um, you know, again, an incredible quarterback. They love him in Green Bay. Uh, and if he puts them in the playoffs this week, this weekend coming up, dude, I mean, I don't know. His star is cemented. That's a, Sorry, that's already done. Yes. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, I like to see when both of these guys get to the playoffs because they – it, it like they get to the next level. You see the differences in their preparation. You see the differences in their play. So I actually am looking forward to seeing both of these men in the playoffs. Could happen. It very well could happen. Other scenarios could also see the Detroit Lions uh, grab a playoff spot. The Seattle Seahawks. Who would have thought that? Seattle Seahawks traded the whole team, right. you know, um, including Russell Wilson, off to Denver. Yeah, Denver's out. I think that, yeah, that's what Denver's I was out. Say. Geno Smith has a chance to get in. That, Who could have possibly expected that? That's what. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. I, yeah. I was going to say that um, Geno would be playing football. Yeah, over over Russ. What? 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 what yeah, it, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, while yeah, while, while Russell is uh, is, golf, yeah, is he, golfing. He's watching like you and I. But yeah, and then of course, top seed still up on both sides. You know, between Kansas City. Buffalo, Cincy in the AFC. Uh, Philadelphia can clinch uh, number one overall with a win Sunday at home versus the Giants. So a lot to be determined. We've got about uh, four minutes left as we wrap things up the way we always do in this uh, new year of 2023. That's a good spot to start. 
I know that you and I talked recently, and they said they wanted to have a 100-meter race right? with athletes from all different sports. Uh-huh. I don't care uh-huh. what sport it is. Give me the cheetah. Give me Tyreek Hill. I think he is Are the fastest serious? at outside of a track star. Oh, you name a faster athlete. Man. I don't know. See, I think that we, I think that again we're watching a video game, Jason, and and I think that Tyreek Hill is quick, and I'm and and I'm going to tell you the difference. Okay, Tyreek Hill is quick uh, because he he can he can get to a block, like he can get to some place where he can adjust and go in another direction. Mm-hmm. As far as on a straight line on a tight rope, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give. Uh, I mean, it depends on, on also the length of uh, of competition. I might, I'm, I don't know. Mbappe is is pretty quick. It's it's fast. He actually. is. No, no, fast. Again, Tyreek is quick. So so if Tyreek and him are in a forty meter, then Tyreek is gonna like Tyreek in a in a forty yard would be would be pretty decent. He'd be pretty quick, right? He because he's short. Um. Uh, low to the ground, and and obviously his front foot is probably going to hit the ground before Mbappe. But as the race go on, I think that um, he would uh, there'd be some ground that would be made up, man. Okay, um, some yeah. of the names, by the way, out there for this multi-sport race, right? In terms of football, with a round ball, right? Kylian Mbappe, mm-hmm. Erling Holland, yeah. Basketball, Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Russell's a great athlete. LeBron James, I think he just turned no, what, 38? No, no, not LeBron. Still you, I, has the quick speed? I'm going to I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, here's the thing. Most sprinters can jump out of the gym. So I'm going to put John Morant in there. Okay. Okay. I'll, and, and I'll put my money on Westbrook or John Morant. If they, I'll give them two weeks of training. Okay. Well, you're I'll be so, like, yo, let's go. You, you, you brought up John Morant. <laughs> How about Donovan Mitchell of the Cleveland? You heard me right, Cleveland. Cavaliers, a franchise record, 71 points the other night in an overtime win. Those 71, the most since the late, great Kobe Bryant. Well, uh, you and I had discussed uh, Donovan leaving Utah, and I think that there was some, there was, uh, I think there was some word or there's some possibilities that he might, uh, that the Raptors might be uh, part of that. You remember when we were talking about that and, and the Raptors had an opportunity, I guess, to throw their hand in the ring? Now, when Mitchell left Utah, I mean, I liked him as a player, by the way, uh, when he was in Utah. Me too. Right? Uh, and for him to get to Toronto, I thought he would have been amazing. It was an incredible addition. But you know, my, my man, Masai, is doing a good enough job. He definitely does not need my help. Uh, but you can see that Cleveland is becoming a hotbed for basketball again. Uh, Mitchell arrived. He gets given the ball. He, and and obviously he's getting the key to the city now to do whatever the hell he wants to do, uh, because he's bringing he's bringing the house down, man, and he's bringing love back from the incredible Cavalier fans to um, you know the incredible Cavalier fans to come out and cheer for their team because seventy one is no that's no slouch, man. That's incredible. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, bring, in like, the, bring in the love, Kevin oh, Love, Cleveland. Yeah. Ah, you, boy, you're smooth, boy. You are smooth. And, I and, and by the way, if I'm Masai Ujiri and you have a chance to get Donovan Mitchell, the hell with the damn hat. I'm yeah. throwing my socks, my pants, my underwear yeah. Yeah. into that ring to try and get him. Uh, let's wrap with a little tennis and shout out Venus Williams at the age of 42. 
She got her first singles win since Wimbledon of 2021. And as a result, she is now given a wild card entry for the Australian Open. How cool is that? Listen, why not? She's 42. It don't matter, man. It don't matter. Again, if you continue, if you, we talk about, you know, the 10,000 10, hours. Uh, the Williams sisters are both phenomenal athletes. They've been, they, they've been tried, tested, and also uh, been groomed uh, since they were children. You know, so, yeah, I mean, uh, kudos to, v- to Venus, man. I-, I love the fact that she still can get out there and mix it up with those with the young ladies and-, and kick their butts too. So I'm looking forward to her playing in Wimbledon. Happy New Year from all of us here at Donovan Bailey Running Things. I'm Jason Portwondo. He is the living legend. And uh, 2023, fresh start. Good to see you. Would you take us out? Good to see you, my man. Uh, You know what? Stay safe, and we'll see you all next week.